Hey guys, before we get into the episode, real quick, I'm going to need you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the 2AM Podcast so you never miss another episode again. Also, if you can go on Spotify and rate us a five-star review, that would be awesome. Go ahead and give us a follow. We would much appreciate that. Enjoy. These weak arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. spaghetti. He's nervous. But on the surface, there's no longer spaghetti. Because I ate it all. Because <laughs> I've been going to the gym twice a day. You don't know me, son. For real, though. I have been going to the gym twice a day. It's been killing me. But I feel... Have you actually? Yeah. Twice dude, a day. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. It's a mental shift. If you want to do it, it's a mental shift. Uh remove a lot of things from your life and you're going to be focusing on your body for a while. <laughs> That's how it feels. If you want to do it. I'd like to run an experiment with the gym. Mm. I did that in Costa Rica. Did you? It was miserable. Twice a day. With the sun? No Ugh. energy, yeah. bro. No. Was it outdoor? Like outdoor gym? Oh no, not the gym. I did it for soccer. Oh, for soccer. Yes. Twice a day is for like an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. I Just don't know no energy left in the tank. Um, Sleeping like a baby. Yeah, it's been interesting. I like the way I feel for sure. I think if you come at it with like a, a past warrior mentality, you're like, yeah, I got this. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to shred, mm -hmm. you know, like you're going to shred that solo tomorrow night's concert, whatever. Just, I don't know. I don't yeah. If you treat the gym like that, you got this, man. Um, twice a day is pretty tough. I think um, it's more of a mental thing. I don't think it's necessary physically. Yeah. I honestly, I'm just sick of it. You know, after coming out of surgery and all this stuff, I've been wanting to go to the gym. I can't. And I went multiple times and it just destroyed me. So it made my recovery process a lot longer. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to do that. I felt pathetic. So I started going. I went one week every day in the morning. And then this is my second week now. And I'm going twice a day. Literally twice a day. Once in the morning, once at night. And if you eat in between and after. Like. You'll get results. 100% I'll get results. And I yeah. feel amazing right now. Energy wise. Uh, I'm not doing any pre-workout. I'm not doing any caffeine. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm just solely relying on the food pyramid. Food. Arnold, like chicken. Arnold proteins. I've been having a lot of walnuts. I've been having walnuts. a lot of cashews. I've been having a lot of um, almonds. You really like your nuts, don't you? I do. I love nuts. <laughs> um, you know how it is. Good, good old salty nuts. It's crunching nuts in your mouth. Yeah, it's good fats, dude. Yeah. You feel amazing. Yeah, I bet you do. Um, <laughs> you know, metabolism, that kind of stuff. You've got to be immature sometimes, people. Come on. <laughs> Come on. We wouldn't be boys, I guess. We'd be the boys. The boys need to be boys. What's up, man? We haven't recorded in like a week. Yeah, dude. I've been having issues, like I said, with sinuses. I had an infection, an unsuspected, unexpected infection. And uh, my face was swollen for about two days. Let so me I, bring that picture up. Can we actually put it on I've, for the audience? Okay. I, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Why not? It's not that great to look at, but we'll pop it up right here. Yeah. I know. You can't even tell. You've Honestly, got maybe a little bit of a red nose. Yeah. I was dying on the inside. I was dying. On okay. This. It's like I saw the rainy cloud about to disappear and it entered my sinuses. And I just, it was just a dark circle in your head. Mm. Can't focus, can't do much. So you're like, dude, what is this? And then called my doctor. What's cool about doctors these days is that they'll give you a Zoom call. 
Oh, really? Who? Yeah. So they're like, oh, yeah, the doctor will call you in 15 Your minutes. Your personal, like, primary personal physician? primary physician, yeah. Huh. Um, so he called me. He was like, yo, what's going on, man? He's like, hey, you make music? And I was like, oh, well, I run a podcast, actually. And then he's like, oh, shoot. Because he saw, like, all the um, stuff in the back. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, so he's a cool doctor. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he proceeded to tell me, yeah, it looks like you have an infection in your sinuses. Uh, your face is pretty swollen up. Oh, thanks, doctor. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> Amazing crazy. Amazing advice. So here's uh, three medications. One of them is a steroid. I was like, why do I need a steroid? Yeah, why do you need any of that? He's like, just uh, read the label and you'll you'll know why. Um, it's up to you to take it, but you only need one a day. I did it the first day. Whoa, dude. What happened? I was like pretty much high as hell. <laughs> I was on medication. Um, I was on, what was it, antibiotic? So I was going through... Um, basically fever symptoms. Why do you need to be out. on an antibiotic for a sinus infection? Because it's bacteria. Is it like a really bad infection? Yeah. So when it gets really bad, um, in my case, it has started as just normal, you know, like sinus. Like I needed sinus relief. You know, it wasn't going away. Two days later, three days later, it didn't go away. Fourth day, I wake up and dude, I can literally feel like my eye drops are sw swollen. Okay. Maybe you did need it. It felt like they were thicker. The juices in me were not right. Yeah. So I didn't feel good. My brain felt nasty. My aura ring was telling me that I got really bad sleep, even though I slept seven hours and 50 minutes. Was your body temperature high? Do not recall, but probably. Yeah. It's the number one way because to Because I was tell. sweating. Yeah. So it makes sense. Um, yeah. Interesting enough. It was an infection, which was believable. Made sense. You know, I woke up feeling weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I did that and now, by the way, I really have to compliment you on your, uh, new hoodie. Thank you very so, much. Yeah. You like who that made it? Little coffee sippers hoodie. Well, it was actually made by Logan Cypress. He made the design. Shout out to Logan. Yeah. But he made it for the 2am podcast and is for the coffee sippers exclusive. I have the shittier version. This is the more high quality one. Yeah. It's the one with the, the sleeve right here where it says 2am podcast. Feed the mind. So yeah. sexy. Believe in common sense. All that. Well, should we show the back? Pretty much the same thing. If you want, yeah. Check this out, guys. Bang. Little butt wink, too. Mm -hmm. You like that? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, what's been up with you? It's been fucking I've hectic, been bro. Just, doing that. just client calls. Too much driving. San Bernardino. Chino Hills. L.A. Rancho Cucamonga. Everywhere. But we're used to it. Because we've, we've had like terrible drives in the past. Mm -hmm. Like really terrible. Like what's your worst drive? What's your worst commute? <laughs> my worst commute? Oh my God, dude. Oh my God. Okay, so coming from Riverside County, I used to drive every single morning, six days a week, to past Topanga. So I would go oh. to the Valley of LA. So I'm passing Malibu. And I had to do that every day with gear and my camera stuff. And I had to come back every single day after that drive. Six days a week. Six days a week. Come back. Summon the will to take my bag out of the car so I can charge the damn batteries for the next day. <laughs> and do it again. Yep. And it was a cycle. I remember I didn't know who I was for like about a month. Because it was just like my brain was probably cycling through what the hell's going on. I'm experiencing way too much stuff at once. 
and not getting enough sleep. So obviously your REM is messed up. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Um, yeah, but I did Topanga. that. Yeah, I did that for two months and a half. Where specifically past Topanga? The valley, dude. I don't know. It's a desert. It's like once you stop reaching malls, you know, like it's just brown. It's just, just all dusty. brown. Yeah. That's when I would stop. It was literally in the middle of the desert. God. Yeah. We had camp there. So that's by far your worst. Yeah. How long did that last? Two months and a half. About. Well, mine was actually pretty similar. Similar. It was my house. Mm. All the way to Topanga. Topanga. Probably like five days a week. Yeah. Not fun. No. Not fun at all. Um, I like I do like stories though, where people, you know, they're less fortunate, but they are grateful. And what they do is they walk to work or they use their bike or they, you know, use ways of transportation that just suck for a long time, just so they can save up enough to buy their proper form of transportation transportation mm-hmm. yeah it was like a two and a half hour drive at most i think yeah there's this uh, there's this kid actually um from where's he from i think minnesota or wisconsin forgot anyway regardless he was he had just got a new job okay and his car broke down the day before and he had been waiting to get this job forever okay mm-hmm. and this guy's like he's a hustler man he's trying to like grind it out he's been studying his entire life finally got the job needs to go in there at 7 a.m and his car died the night before. So, and he has zero dollars. Nice. So he's like, what do I do? You know what he did? He got ready at 1 a.m. Started walking. He walked 23 miles to work. That's some hustle. And he made it 30 minutes early. That's some hustle. Yeah. And he said, and he told like everyone what happened, I guess. And the company bought him a car. That's some wholesome, wholesome shit right there. Mm-hmm. It's like the type of stuff you see on TikTok. Yeah. Like, what's the main guy who's verified? He's got like 8 million. Oh, um. He's actually in this area. Is he? Yeah, he's in like Newport, Irvine, Costa Mesa. Oh, yes, you're right. The guy that goes like by the freeway exits or. What's his name? Completely forgot. Duncan? No, whatever. Whatever. But yeah, sounds very Newport. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, dude. It's always nice to you know, view news like that, mm-hmm. read news like that, rather than always just what's up with Ukraine? What's up yeah. with Palestinians? What's up with this? What's up? Because as we know it, the world sucks right now. And it's, uh, there's no positive like perspective to think about it from, I think. No, there's a lot of positive perspective. There is, but there's much less now. Yeah, we've had this conversation before. I don't really agree with I don't really agree with that. What do you mean? Like, politics? I think there are, there are a lot of positives. There are a lot of negatives. It's that simple. And to varying degrees as well. Well, yes. But I want to see this from the eyes of the average person. Okay. Um, I do want to go in, like, obviously we can have like way deeper conversations because <laughs> if we were to talk about the, what do you not like? That's obviously a very philosophical question. Mm-hmm. And it comes into terms of like, it, it follows the same guidelines as like, oh, dude, this is just merely an appearance and the true real life is um, like here and now, you know? 
Don't yeah. be fooled by the appearance of things. Whatever. Sad guru crap. Um, sad guru. Yeah. He's a sad man. Yeah, he's a very sad man. No, he's a very happy man. Maybe he cries in his sleep. I don't know. We don't know. But even if he does, the thing is, is that he tells you to because that's the natural state you're supposed to feel. And if you feel and you're a healthy individual, you know, you take, th- you take time for things. You take time to think about the soil. Yes. The soil. The soil is so important. Yes. You must not neglect <laughs> your body. It is the 73% soil and the nutrients. water. Yeah, but what was the thing? Um, oh, this is a subject that I wanted to bring up. That I've been thinking about a little bit. Mm. Speaking of the guy who left at 1 a.m. to walk to work. Yes. That shows, that's like, that's a great level of hustle. But mm. I think more importantly, this is what's on my mind is that it shows urgency. And I think a lot of people, I used to be one of these people, but a lot of people, especially young men, don't have urgency in their lives. Mm. Like they want to take their sweet ass time. Mm -hmm. And even if they're more developed on the psychological end, they start to use excuses like, oh, let me enjoy my life and just be mindful about the situation. Be mindful about what I'm doing. Who says that mindfulness has anything to do with speed or lack of speed? Mm -hmm. Like you could be moving around the world doing a lot of shit. Yes. Going about your tasks and wanting to develop a sense of urgency but still be mindful. Like you find the stillness through acceleration. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. The urgency. You're right. I like that actually. And I see it everywhere. Like I think the best place to see it is when people drive. That's interesting. I have a kind of a different perspective on urgency Hmm. when it comes to taking action to things happening around you. Uh, So we get told as men, very simple, like, Example, men should open up more. Men should be more emotional, right? Oh, yeah. They should always like, you know, we'd like to hear that. We know you're going through things. But that makes you not a man. Like that. Exactly. Do you, it breaks a barrier. It breaks glass. It breaks a wall, whatever it is, whether you like it or not. Unfortunately, I feel like that's just the natural state of how a man should be. They should be like, Literally a solid wall that people can rely on, right? There's a large element of stoicism. Yes. For good reason. Yeah, for good reason, yeah. Because you're, like, when you think of a husband, when you think of a man, you think of, you know, the caregiver, whatever, Mr. Security, you think of, like, all that. You think of, like, a giant cave of a hug and it's protection. That's what you think of, like, as a man, right? Mm-hmm. and we get told to do the opposite so that relays into the urgency has gone like I feel like it you know um, if I were to take another situation let's just say on TikTok you're scrolling and you see a fight right mm-hmm. and you t- it turns out that the context of the video is like someone trying to strangle a lady, right? Or whatever. And everyone's just sitting there recording rather than doing something about it, right? Yeah. Would you say that the urgency is gone? That sense of urgency? That sense of protection? It plays a role. Like like there's something in the air Mm -hmm. where we are actually in a lab at this point 
and we're reacting to the, to something and we're getting dumber and we don't have that natural basic instinct of like, or as strong anymore, you know, at least to where like we must protect, serve, blah, blah, blah. We don't need freaking like, why do we look at police as, as like the protectors or whatever? Why don't we look at it like our neighbors? You know, why can't we huddle up and just be like, yo, we're all great people. Let's get the fuckheads out of here. You know, <laughs> like we don't do that. You know, everyone's to themselves. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's Those weird for me to words. go outside to see my neighbor. Right. I'm like, hey, how's it going? And they're, they're like literally rushing to go inside. Oh, human interaction. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> Do I say what do I do? Yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah, it's fascinating to me that it has to be this way, but it's absolutely wrong. It's a hundred percent wrong. We're taking a hundred and eighty degree shift into treatment, mm-hmm. urgency, everything, man. And the, to your point of like society telling men that they should open up, yes, true to a certain extent, uh, but at the same time, I think that's a narrative that's pushed mostly by women because they don't understand how men operate in the same way that a lot of men push a certain narrative towards women because they don't understand how women operate. Mm -hmm. The oldest thing I get is I don't get why, like I hear this from older people, like I'm talking 50 plus. Okay. I don't get why women always ask, what are you thinking about? And they do not understand that I'm thinking about literally nothing. That's interesting. Yeah. I've, I've had that. Right. I've had that a lot. What are you thinking about? I can't even explain it because it's, I have found stillness and you have interrupted it. That's all that's (laughs) happened. That's literally all that's happened. I'm not thinking about anything. You get me? You've interrupted my zen. I've had to explain that many times to people and they do not understand it. Like as if I'm stupid or something. I'm like, no, dude, take your time. It's not just that though. I think they ask you the question of what are you thinking about just to, just to read you more and to understand you more because at least from my perspective, I can be very hard to read. Especially for the yeah. people close to me. Well, that's what you want as a man, technically. Not always. Yes, but do you see? That means you practice stoicism in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. You know, you practice being a formation of a rock. Yeah. Somehow. So. It goes back to your, your good old saying. What is it? Balance. 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 Everything goes back to balance. Balance. Man. Um, speaking yeah. of an imbalance, what's this whole Tylenol oh, shit God. you wanted to bring up? Oh God, the Tylenol murders. Yeah, you haven't heard about that? them? They are the Chicago 1980s Tylenol, the company, as you guys know, that protects your headaches and, you know, or so they say. relieves pain, as so they say. It's an acetaminophen, which is It's an NSAID. painkiller. It's a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. Exactly. So therefore, it's a very like basically minor, it's not that crazy of a, of a drug to take. You could take it daily. You could take multiple days. No, it's actually a really crazy d- drug to take. Uh, like, depending on where it's stored, depending on everything. I'm going to literally go through that. But yeah. anyway, 1980s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Flashback. Let's just say this guy's name is Dan. All right. This Dan guy goes to pick up his kids from school. While he's there, he gets a migraine. He's like, man, I don't feel so good. And he remembered that he doesn't have Tylenol at home. Mm-hmm. So on the way back home, he goes to CVS, picks up some uh, Tylenol, goes back home. Kids go in. Guy pops him in, takes a nap. 
The mom comes home. She's cooking dinner, whatever. He wakes up. And then as soon as he gets into the kitchen, he collapses on the floor. They're like, what the hell? Immediately call 911. Take him to the hospital. Pronounced dead. So they're like, what happened? Everyone's confused. They don't know. We need to run an autopsy. See what's going on. Because yeah. this is very strange. Um, as that's happening, the family goes back home with the kids and the wife in grief. You know, as to what just happened. The shock is immense. And all this stuff. And... Um, the wife goes to sleep, I, I think, I believe. And as when she wakes up, uh, the grandparents were sitting with the kids. Unconscious. What the hell? So he, uh, she calls the police again. <laughs> right. 911. What's your emergency? Same thing. Same routine. They come back, pronounce dead at the hospital. So they're facing like a chaotic day where three people have just died. All right. So they try to trace everything. They did um, an investigation at the house and all that good stuff. And they ended up finding the only thing that they can trace that was recent was a Tylenol bottle with three pills missing. So Just each person amount, took one. Basically. So okay. they had to run a test on those tunnels. And the pills, turns out, had cyanide. And it had 200 times... The amount of, or no, sorry, I'm sorry, 10 times, which was, I think, 2,000 milligrams. 10 times the amount that would kill someone. In of one the active pill. ingredient in Tylenol? The remaining pills had that many. So they could only imagine how much the, the first few pills had. Let me see this. Do you have any other details to explain about that? Um, no, other than that, it was basically a, a giant lawsuit was filed against Tylenol, right? And they had to do a, um, a halt and they, on the news, basically, they had to just interrupt broadcast and they had to announce local first, do not buy Tylenol for like literally, um, taking the them 80s. off the shelves. Yeah. Taking them off the shelves. And then they, ha they decided to do a nationwide poll as well. Off the shelves. Just a total recall. Um, after reading into it, I was trying to find out what the hell was happening, like what caused cyanide to be like that. A lot of the theories were because of storing mm -hmm. and the places they were made. Huh. A bunch of theories were like that. Um, nothing was 100% confirmed, but it gets you to think, right? That's a huge mistake. That's a giant mistake. From a trusted company, right? Because, yeah. because even Tylenol themselves went crazy. They're like, what's happening? What? This doesn't make any sense. So I would just have to imagine that in the 80s, you know, being like a company owner, I don't think it's as big as today. I just don't know why but, there would be cyanide in Tylenol. Well, even we with have the to manufacturing look at chemistry, process. I believe, because there's a lot of things we don't know the the reactions of, you know, yeah. when it comes to things like that, especially when it comes to things that are formulated in a lab to begin with, right? It's pretty much chemical based. I know. I mean, based off of my like supplement and vitamin research, a big concern for me when I work with clients is conventional B vitamins because they contain something called cyocobalamin, mm -hmm. something, something along those lines. I okay. might be saying it wrong. And that's essentially one step to remove chemically from cyanide 
So yeah. it, it's actually toxic, which is why I recommend that people take a methylated form mm-hmm. of vitamin B12, vitamin B6. You're right. It's less risky in the cooking process or the formulation process. Yeah. Um, to form something that can be poisonous, mm-hmm. essentially. <sighs> yeah. So it's crazy. I mean, like imagine facing something like that. You know, Tylenol is not a small company. It's a big company. They were probably selling it for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly enough, this happened. And the fact that it was scary because anyone can take it and it's just an over-the-counter kind of like, that's terrifying. I can imagine this happening to food. I can imagine this happening to like anything you could buy on the shelf. Were there more cases of deaths? Um, Or was it just those three deaths? I do not recall, but I do not doubt it. Okay. But there was those three deaths that basically had the autopsies done. And th- that's what started the story. Um, more to look into, I think, yeah. if, if you're interested in that. But like, it's, it's interesting that, to think of that that's just Tylenol. This could be affected with coffee. This could be affected with anything. We mm-hmm. don't know where these things are coming from. We just go to Ralph's and pick it up. Yeah. Right. But there's another story one of my friends told me. Um, is someone cracking open a, a can of Bud Light and there's a, there a gecko in it or a freaking <laughs> lizard. Yeah, I've heard stories like that. Like, what too. the hell? Like, where, where are these things? Dude, I just can't deal with that. And it's just, I would like to know, you know, that this source is trusted, you know, and, and truly have it be trusted, not just believe it and, you yeah. know, have it. But then again, that's the exception. Like, to have a gecko in your Bud Light can, like, you got to remember that they have many manufacturing facilities. And to make sure that that manufacturing facility is like sealed tight. And mm-hmm. able to produce a perfect amount of product, that's incredibly difficult. It is incredibly like difficult. Like you're talking about the level of standards that a biochemical weapon facility would have outside of Wuhan, China, because yeah, we know what happened. Sort there. of, but no, I think it's much easier than the scale that we think about it. Because look at Amazon. Look how many, work, like, look how many facilities they have. And they're, they're not tiny. Mm hmm. And they have hundreds of thousands of employees, uh, just one. Yeah, but they're not producing the product for the most part. I mean, you have Amazon Basics and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that population-wise, we're a lot of people. We can technically maybe, you know, have it be doable because of the amount of people we have. Mm -hmm. So like, and it's like, that's that's why we have things like inspectors and, and and monthly whatever like and if it's if we're on a nation like the united states mm-hmm. right that's a huge plot of land okay <laughs> how many facilities are there going to be in each state and then yeah. how many people are going to be inspecting that for each city yeah in like each location within each city within each county within each state within you know what i mean it's very complex yeah it's very complex but you start to build like little spider webs of these like literally, you know, John from Oregon is going to take care of this inspection for the, like mm-hmm. you can technically technically be spot on with the help of people. Yeah. And that's crazy, dude, because that's what we believe in is, you like, know, what I originally thought of uh, when you mentioned the yeah. ty- Tylenol murders. What? I thought you were talking about like some serial killer who would like dose people with Tylenol and just kill them. Oh, no. No, no. I wasn't expecting yeah. like a recall. No, it was, it was type of situation. It was a yeah, it was a recall. Crazy man. 
I'd feel like such an asshole if I was a CEO of a company yeah. and had to have like all of my product. No, hundred percent, dude. But I mean, obviously they got, you know, paid out, you know, the families. Yeah. Whatever was remaining. That <laughs> sucks, man. But anyway, if you guys enjoyed that story, give us a thumbs up and uh, a five-star review on Spotify. <laughs> We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Samsung, freaking Google, everything you want, any Samsung. brand, anything that has a platform. Guess We're there. Samsung. Yeah, follow us on YouTube at the 2AM Podcast, also on Instagram at the 2AM Podcast, and TikTok. Don't forget that. Uh, leave us a five star review, and we shall put it on our website. Yes, we shall. Yes, we shall. Anything else? That no, should be all set. For show. Sure. Catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.